The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pharrell has taken over. Let's go. It's for Pharrell. Coast to coast. Stakes, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. Pharrell, coast to coast. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible. Hanging out the bad, see the broken, the bad, apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad, actors, bad take, bad lot, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Varela Palacio, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny went out to lunch today with some friends but didn't have a good time. When she came home, she said, bust out the hybrid Royal Wapa Desert Bloom in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, and some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do it. All my friends that come around, flats and flats of party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What the best is tats and tatter. My brains are splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be shake it Hey, what's getting I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, Ty Stick Jones running it from Omaha, Beatville via Kansas City Mo and the Show Me State at the great LTN, Big Daddy Pimpin'. We got it all for you. How about a birthday roll call on a thrashing Thursday? Here you go. Jose Barrios, the Twins pitcher. We're going to talk mini stuff today on the show. He's 27 today. Willie Herman Gomez, Pelican Center, 27. Garrett Richards, Red Sox pitcher, 33. Vontae Davis, 33. Danny Werfel, you remember the Heisman winner, 47. Antonio Freeman, 49. Todd Hundley, 52. He's on the back nine. So is Jeff Bagwell, 53. The Big Hurt, 53. The Hall of Famer. How about that? And Jackie Slater, another Hall of Famer, the NFL Tackle 67. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) The Islanders eliminate the Penguins 5-3 in Game 6 of the Barn on Strong Island last night. Mike Sullivan refuses to blame Tristan Jari. So I'll do it for him on today's show. I'll just take over that little problem right there for everybody. And I'm just not having it. A, get rid of Jari. I'm done with him. B, get rid of Sullivan. I'm done with him. And then I talked to Pat Hickey last night at the Montreal Gazette. Hall of Famer, legend. He said, boom, get rid of him. Bring in gambling Kenny. Boom, bring him in. Boom, get rid of him. Hook him out. Get Burke and Hextall. Get busy. Start firing people. When you won't admit that that kid sucks, and you won't yank him after he gives up two in 16 seconds. You get the hook. Joe West, give me one of these. Get him out. Four years in a row, failure. Three first-round exits. Give him the Joe 
West, you simpleton. I don't care how good you are. Go to the Rangers. Go ahead. Go back where it all started, where you made your bones, you liar. He didn't lie about anything. I just thought that, like, put icing on the cake right there for everybody. Just a strong start to the show. I think I may have ripped a vocal cord last night as well. I said this on the radio show, like a Steven Tyler, you know, when he has to cancel a couple of tour dates. <laughs> I was, I was like very upset with your boy, Mike Sullivan last night. Crosby says the core isn't done yet. We'll talk about the goaltending issue. Isles Bruins, they'll meet in the playoffs for the first time in 40 years. Wild Force game seven. We're going to have issues with this game today on the show today. I'm going to save it for Carver High and then, one of our guests, we're going to get into it with one of our guests today. If he, if he tries to, like, tell me something that I don't want to hear today, that guy's going to get it too, Carver High. We welcome in our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090 in San Diego near to you want to do, you want to do, you want to. And, of course, Sports Map Radio, Sports Byline USA, Armed Forces Radio, Who Rods, Soldier, Who Rides, Pharrell, Coast to Coast, good to have you with us. Uh, we're going to hear from Peter DeBoer, John Cooper, Tavares is skating again. Here's a here's an idea. Let's let the guy that has a concussion go out and skate, and maybe we'll put him back in the lineup and see if his noggin can take a couple of hits coming through the neutral zone. Here, let, let's put the guy out on the ice with a concussion, see how he's doing. I mean, what in the Sam hell is going on around here? Get me a Budweiser. Call Budweiser Mafia. Bring it in. I'm going to start drinking again with all these decision makers making bad decisions. Jim Suhan joins us from Minneapolis. He better be on my side with this uh, goaltending issue last night in that game, or we're going to have issues. And then Eric Walden's going to be on talking about the jazz in the first hour. All of that is delicious. And then we got a little uh, Nagano Lewis talk with Mafia, Max Holloway. We'll talk about him today. Plus the Knicks, even the series with the Hawks, 101-92 in game two. Tibbs talking on the show today. Derek Rose on the show today. Trey Young on the show today. Do you think anyone's going to talk about the Luke? Some fans spit on Trey Young. What kind of a tool ass hat do you have to be to go to the game and start dropping Lugs on people? I mean, honestly, we'll hear from uh, – Everything on this show today in terms of the NBA. Russell Westbrook, somebody poured popcorn on him. At least that guy didn't spit on him. That guy's been banned for life from the Wells Fargo. We're going to hear from JoJo Embiid, Spida Mitchell, Ja with a 47 spot last night. We'll set you up for all of tonight's games as well. All I do is make people money, hide the money from your wife. She'll go out and spend it on Fendi. You know, it's just all evolving rapidly. Day ball today in baseball. There's so much baseball. I chipped a tooth watching the Pirates. They suck so bad. Oh, my God. What a disaster. Here's the announcer. There's a lot of kids at the game today. I'm like, so effing what? Score a run. We'll hear from Mike Schilt today on the show. We got Alex Cora on the show today. Everything's awesome. Plus NFL, Lamar Jackson on the show today. Carson Wentz is on the show. You get it all, baby, because it's coast to coast. Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? Neither do we. Thank God. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Carver High, I was going to call the Pirates. I, I was going to call the owner nutting and say, listen, I know you got about five people watching your games on TV, but those announcers are so boring that honestly, when I sleep and I'm snoring and I'm farting, I'm more entertaining than your two announcers. I mean, bring me back to Pittsburgh. It's my hometown. I know nothing about doing baseball play-by-play other than I could do it drunk and high. I could smoke five bong rips and be better than the two they got in there. The guy was talking about a ball floating in the water. He's like, look at that ball. <laughs> it's just floating out there. It was a foul ball, but it, look at it. I mean, that was a great home run by Peterson. Too bad it was foul, but look at that thing just floating in the water. I'm like, what is happening here? I mean, it was just the most unbelievable thing I've ever said. To. Meanwhile, they haven't won a game since, like, 1988. I mean, it is just, no, oh, uh, God. You wonder why people you think need, they suck. I mean, you need they, their payroll is $40 million. The these days. You need entertainment oh, uh, to watch the Pirates play baseball. Will Craig, I'm sure we'll talk about him later and his adventures at first base today uh, in the Pirate-Cub game. But we'll start with other Pittsburgh sports today, Scotty. The Islanders eliminate the Penguins 5-3. Game 6 out at the barn on Long Island last night. Brock Nelson with two goals for the Isles. Of course, Tristan Jari, the story in this series. He was awful for the Penguins. And here's head coach Mike Sullivan. He's not going to say he was awful, Scotty. They lost as a team. Here's head coach Mike Sullivan. This guy. In this game, uh, were there any discussions about removing Tristan Jari from net and what ultimately led you to stick with uh, Jari throughout the game? I'm not going to discuss the discussions we have as a coaching staff and the decisions we make at any position. Then fire his ass! Because he's based on goaltending. Listen, you, you, you win games as a group, or you win games fire as a team, him. Games as a team. It's not any one position. It's not any one person's fault. Everybody's yeah, doing it is. To, try to, to try to be part of the solution. And, you know, it, there's... There's a number of things that go on throughout the course of games. We could all be better. No, there we isn't. all have to find ways to, to have success through this. we got to support one another through the process. And that's no, we don't. No, 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 we don't. Here's what we do in New York, okay? You suck. 
get out. Here's the deal. I don't want to hear it about anybody else. I get it. Crosby's line didn't do anything. Fair enough. That's a credit to the Islanders' defense. Uh, They got a great coach, great defense. I told you a thousand times on this show, they have no chance to win this series from the minute it started. Before they even played game one, I said the the odds were that Penguins were favored, and I said the odds should be the exact opposite. Don't believe anything you're seeing with these terrible odds they're putting on this show with the Islanders' dogs. They should have been favored because they own the Penguins in the postseason, and they got a great defense. The reason they lost was because Jari gave up 30 goals upstairs where Grandma Smokes bong rips. Okay, that guy couldn't stop anything. I got pictures, people sending me a beach balls flying in the goal. He couldn't stop anything. They lost because of him. He's never going to be the same. That kid's career is over. He will never win a playoff game as long as he lives after what happened to him. And he thought it was funny. He was answering questions. Oh, maybe next time I'll stop the puck. Maybe next time I won't pass it to Bailey in double overtime to lose the game. And I'll tell you what. The coach, when he gave up the third goal, I got no problem. But 16 seconds later, the fourth goal, he's got to go. People say Legacy hasn't played but one game all year. I don't give a rat's ass if the guy never played a game in his life. Stick him in there. I would have stuck my daughter in there. I would have stuck a shoe. I would have stuck a Tonka toy in there, a walrus, a car, a balloon, anything could stop something but that kid couldn't stop jack shack he's terrible get the f out of pittsburgh and fire that coach i'll tell you what four years in a row failure three first round exits in the nhl in the real world this is what happened to bilesma get rid of him it's time sometimes it's just time he's a great coach he's been good he won two cups i'll tell you why he won two cups because he had uh, the bottom line was he had Flurry, he had Murray, and Crosby and Malkin and Latang were the core that were a lot younger than they look today. And they were fantastic. The reality is they've never been able to beat the Islanders in the playoffs in their history. They can beat every other team in the league. Mike Sullivan not yanking that kid ever in any of those games, to me, is enough to fire him. I don't think, he's, I don't think Burke and Hextall are loyal to him either. I'm sure they'll keep him which I think will be a grave mistake because inevitably they're going to have to fire him like a year from now. So they should just do it now. They need a change. It's so stale watching them lose every year in the first round of the playoffs. I'm not wrong. They are. They're wrong. I'll tell you what. Mario Lemieux watching that game last night, if he that guy's the most brilliant player I ever saw in my life. If he's not smart enough to get rid of that guy right now, then screw him too. How you like them apples, Sydney Carver? Does that sum it up? I agree That's with you. That's a I agree with you. Right there. If I was if I was a Penguin fan like you, I would want Sullivan fired this morning. I don't I don't think that he could still be the coach, and I also don't think that Hextall and Burke are going to keep him. I think he will be out as the Penguin head coach. Uh, Crosby says that the Penguin core isn't done yet; that they could still get it done. We talked about this two years ago when they lost the Islanders. We thought that they were going to get rid of one of those guys. I think it might be time. I don't know which one, whether it's Malkin or Latang, but they might have to get rid of one of those guys to try to improve other areas of the team. We know goaltending will be the issue, too. Hold on. One last thing here. I don't care how long this takes. 
Here's the deal. Uh, the kid Latang still is high speed. He still skates like coffee. He's involved in, in 90% of their plays. Uh, he's involved. So it's not him, and it's definitely not Crosby. Crosby's got six, seven years left. He, he's an incredible superstar hockey player. Whether you like him or not, he can play till he's 40. If Joe Thornton can play till he's 41 and Gordie Howe can play till he's 60, I, I think Sid Crosby can play another six, seven years. It's Malkin, and you know why? Last night he had a breakaway from the neutral zone, and he was slower than my mother skating, and both Highlander guys caught him from behind, like a scene out of that DK Metcalf in the NFL against Booba Baker or whatever. All I know is Malkin last night for the first time ever showed he has no legs anymore. He's slow. He's fat. He's finished. I don't care what anybody said. They should have traded him. Now they couldn't get a bag of peanuts and a hooker for him. The Islanders will move on. They'll face the Bruins for the first time in almost 40 years. Game one, Saturday night in Boston, 8 o'clock. The Minnesota Wild force game seven against Vegas. That will be tomorrow night at the T-Mobile after a 3-0 win in game six. The turning point of this game, Scotty. Wild were up 1-0. Vegas appeared to tie the game at one. Goal was disallowed on interference. Alex Tuck was in there in the crease on top of Cam Talbot. Um, and then that gave the power play to the Wild. They end up scoring on the power play. becomes 2-0. So there you go. That was the turning point of that game. You will talk to Jim Suhan about that in a moment. Let's hear from Peter DeBoer quickly, Scotty, about having Game 7 at the T-Mobile tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, this is what it's all about. This, this, this is why you, you work your ass off all season uh, to have the record you have to, to host this game uh, in your building and give yourself the best opportunity. So I think coming into this series, I think uh, there was probably a lot of bets that this was going to be a six or seven game series, two evenly matched teams. You know, we've obviously uh, had hit some injury uh, trouble here with, with I think four regulars out tonight. And, you know, that hasn't helped, but uh, we've got to find a way and, and we're excited about the opportunity to, to win a game seven and move on. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to Jim Suhan about it. Uh, and you know what I'm going to talk about. So I'll save that for uh, in a couple minutes here. Yes. And Tampa moved on. They beat four, uh, Florida 4 nothing. finish off that series in six. They will await the winner of the Hurricanes and the Predators. They have game six tonight. We will get a pick on that from you later, along with the Leafs and the Habs. A lot to do. Plenty more hockey to talk about later, Scotty. All right, we'll talk to uh, Jim Suhan of the mini trip next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, Pharrell back on Coast to Coast. Jim Suhan's our good buddy for the uh, great Minneapolis Star trip. He's back on Coast to Coast. Uh, Jim, good to see you, my friend. Uh, I got to start with the, uh, the game last night, and I have absolutely no bones in this. I'm objective as uh, like a ham sandwich. I have nothing. I'm not on either side here. I'm sitting there watching this game, and you know what I'm going to talk about. I'm watching this game. And they made that call in that third period. And I got to tell you, it, it made me sick to my stomach. It was so bad, that call. Uh, first of all, here's what I saw. And I've been watching hockey for 50 years. That guy, Tuck, was getting sandwiched. And his feet weren't even in the crease. He, he wasn't in the blue. He wasn't in the blue. And secondly, the defenseman was shoving him into the goalie. And thirdly, the goalie, I mean, he was literally having sex with him uh, from behind so that he would get the call because he knew he was so screened by Tuck that he wasn't going to stop any shot. Sure enough, the puck goes in the net. They reversed that call from a goal to a power play, and they score, and a 1-1 game turns into a 3-0 win for the Wild. I thought that was the worst call I've seen in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, bar none. Nothing even close. What did you see? Now, come on, Jim. I thought it was a bad – well, I thought it was a bad call, and I thought there were two possibilities. One, NHL officials start very good at the jobs, they missed another one. Or it was a makeup call because uh, they did overturn a goal in Vegas earlier in the series that was – yeah, it's 50-50. Uh, so I, I just assume there are going to be bad calls made in every NHL game, so none of them bother me much. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I have to say, though, uh, you, can't, you can't make up a, a goal uh, uh, like uh, from a game in earlier in the series in a game later in the series. You've got to do it that night. If there's a bad call in the first period, you got to clean it up in the third period. Fair enough. I can't worry about a, a call from earlier in the series. There's no way they're smart enough, Jim, to remember yesterday, let alone a goal from game two or whatever the hell it was. It was so bad last night. Like, what I don't understand is, first of all, they had it right, and they called it a goal, and then they went to the league office and they determined that it was interference. I blame the league and the refs. Like, how can you sit there and, and reverse that call when, like, there's no one that knows hockey that saw that that didn't realize that was the wrong call. It was terrible. Like, it changed the entire game. I mean, it's one thing to have a bad call. It's another thing to, like, that would have been a great game, Jim. 1-1 going to overtime. Instead, 3 nothing. See you later. We'll see you, we'll see you Friday night. I thought it was atrocious. I thought it was a bad call. I, and, again, I just think – I just don't know um, 
how they're going to fix this. Because I, I think there have been bad calls in every single game. Um, most of them have impacted the outcome or at least impacted the, the way the game was being played. And, you know, let's go a bit really big picture here. Is replay really working in any league? I mean, every once in a while, you'll see an obvious call overturned. But just as often, you'll see an obvious call not overturned, or you'll see uh, a call missed using replay. Or you will see, in baseball, you'll see something officiated in a way that was never meant to be officiated. Like some guy's spike comes a quarter inch off the base while somebody has the ball, the tag on, and they call that an out. Nobody ever intended for officiating or refereeing or or umpiring to be that granular. So I would just love it if you just say, hey, it looked like a goal, good enough for us, move on, you don't like it, tough, probably would have missed it anyway with replay. You know, I I couldn't agree with you more, Jim. I actually, uh, I think that it is a big picture problem, and I, I actually believe that sports was better, believe it or not. I know people will never agree with this. They'll say, Instant replay has made all the calls. Ninety uh, percent of them, they, they've they've got it right. And the reality is, I thought the games in sports were better when we just uh, let the refs and umps make the calls, and then we were you know allowed to abuse them as fans. Uh, for their horrible calls. The game was so much better because back in the day, I'd go to Penguin games in the 80s and 90s and whatever, and they never had any of this, and they just booed at the ref all night and, and yelled obscenities at him. I think sports was better without all this technology. I agree with you, and I think that what we're seeing is that human error exists whether you're looking at the game live or whether you're looking at a replay. And once you go to replay, then you have the right angle. Uh, you have to have the right interpretation. You have to have the, you know, still have to have smart people making the decision, no matter what, you know, whether you're looking at live or you're looking at by frame by frame. And sometimes watching slow motion can distort what really happened in real life, in real life at real time. So uh, Jim Suhan with us from the Minneapolis Star Trip. Did, uh, did you think Talbot, I mean, it's unbelievable when you think about it, not just like last night, but it was the night before that, the game before that, when he, they got outshot like 40 to 14. They should have lost that game. Uh, he's the difference for me. Uh, and they, I, obviously, they have a shot Friday night if the Wild uh, get that kind of a performance out of Talbot. I mean, it really is unbelievable because no one ever thought Talbot would be doing this as far as I'm concerned. Right. Through four games, Flurry was the story of the series. He was fantastic. And Talbot was – it wasn't Talbot's fault – but he just wasn't doing the spectacular things that Flurry was doing. Uh, as you mentioned, second period of game five, Vegas outplays the Wild. It, it might have been the most dominant period of hockey I've ever seen at any level. They absolutely dominated the Wild, and they don't leverage that into a victory. And I really think the four periods since that second period, Vegas has been really mediocre, really lackluster. Uh, they have not been finishing. They aren't even getting the quality chances they were getting earlier in the season. And I think that Talbot, Talbot's not a great goaltender, but he's solid, and he generally doesn't allow rebounds. So Vegas isn't really playing well enough to get the clean goals they were getting early in the series, and now they're not getting the ugly ones either because Talbot's not giving them many opportunities. Do you think that they can actually go into Vegas and win that game uh, if they get that kind of performance? And then like a guy like Fiala played fantastic, I thought. Uh, big goal, big assist. Uh, they got to have somebody step up. It, it's got to be someone like Kevin again or Talbot again because 
I think most people, like betters, I know they're all going to lean on Vegas in that game seven. I got to tell you, I think they've actually burned out Flurry. I mean, they used to go back and forth between Leonard and Flurry every night, and then when Flurry got hot at the end of the season, they stuck with him. And I think he looks uh, a little bit shot to me all of a sudden. I agree. He does not look the same as he did earlier in, in the series. Uh, listen, I think Vegas overall is the better team, bigger, stronger, faster, more, more, uh, more of a pedigree. Had you know the better goalie uh, objectively. The interesting thing here is that Fiala is capable of winning a game by himself. Kaprizov is capable of winning a game by himself. The Wild have never had players like that. And now Parisi's back in the lineup. And Parisi was okay in Game Five. He. He had the beautiful touch pass that led to the Fiala breakaway and the Hartman goal in Game Six. Uh, he had a goal, hit, so I guess he had a goal in Game Five, the, uh, an assist, a key assist in Game Six. He brings something that they really didn't have, which just a very savvy guy, knows what play to make, when to make it, uh, very good in front of the net. He's giving them a little bit of a boost. So let me ask you: I got like a two and a half minutes, respectfully. Uh, why the hell would they cut a deal? to sell that basketball team and the women's team, frankly, to Alex Rodriguez and his partners and not have a stipulation that they would never move the franchise out of Minneapolis. What what was Taylor thinking? Uh, Now are you worried that they're going to buy the team and move them? Uh, A lot lot there to get to. Uh, First of all, Taylor has been telling us for a long time that there is that kind of stipulation. He put out a release today that kind of vaguely – uh, hinted that there is something in there. But here's the deal. You really, if you're going to buy a team for $1.5 billion and somebody's going to put some little stipulation or a little fine in there that's going to you know, make it difficult to move, it's not going to matter. They're going to move the team if they want to move it. I think the, the key here is that the NBA doesn't want, frankly, Minneapolis can be a very good basketball market. They support the women's team very well. When the Wolves are good, people go to the games. Why would the NBA allow the Timberwolves to be moved to a primary market where they could get a billion dollar expansion fee for just a relocation fee when Minneapolis should be one of their better markets. So I, I don't know what Glenn Taylor is up to here. And, uh, and I, <laughs> there is always the possibility the team will move. I don't think the NBA wants to let that happen. Uh, respectfully, I got about 60 seconds. Do you uh, think the twins can turn around their fortunes? You know, they have Maeda out right now. They have Buxton out. That's their best pitcher and their best player. They have started taking better bats. They're playing better now. They're getting more out of the starting pitcher. Pitching, they're getting their starting pitchers to go deeper in the game, which is helping the bullpen. They should score a lot of runs. I think there's a chance they make this. They get close enough by mid-July that they might be buyers instead of sellers. 45 seconds. Are the um... – Vikings, uh, does anyone react to when Jefferson said Burrow's better than Cousins? Uh, did any of that have any effect on anybody? Yes and no. I mean, we don't have great access these days, so it's not like you can work the locker room and get a bunch of players to talk about it. So it was social media reaction more than anything else. I think that story will have legs if there's any conflict between Jefferson and Cousins in season. Because there was a time last season when Jefferson basically called out Cousins for not throwing a pass to him. Uh, and Cousins already had trouble with Thielen. He's already had trouble with Diggs. I think that story could blow up later. It hasn't blown up yet. Jim, I uh, always love having you on. Thanks for telling it like it is on the bad call last night in the hockey game. I'm proud of you. I love you. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show Thank today, you, Scott. Buddy. Good talking to you. 
My man, Jim Suhan. I love that guy, Carver High. He tells it like it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So there were fans giving the business last night, Carver High, after uh, that game when you said that that was not interference. And uh, I thought it was the Malachi Crunch. You know, I know there's people saying uh, the letter of the law and all this other BS. Uh, He couldn't go anywhere, and he never was in the crease. He was not in the blue. And I thought it was a, a perfect screen. I thought it was an absolute goal, perfect screen, Blame the defenseman and the goalie. It was so obvious that Talbot was rubbing against him uh, like a porno because he knew he couldn't see. So he tried to ante up and get the call, and he got it. Yeah, I I thought it was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. I was with you 100%. I tweeted about it last night, and people started getting on me that, well, by the letter of the law and the rule book, they got the call right. No, they didn't. They They didn't. didn't get the call right. His arm, Tuck's arms were in the air. He was he could not move. He I know he's supposed to make an attempt to move. He didn't. It was an awful call. They got burned. That's it. And I'll tell you another thing real fast. I, I don't have time. I gotta talk to Eric Walden. But uh I would start Leonard in game seven. I know they won't, and yeah. I still think they'll win. And I think that by Sunday when they play in Colorado, A, they'll lose game one, and B, they'll lose the series because Flurry's out of gas. And they should have, with their two $6 million goalies that they traded off every night the whole year. What the hell happened to that plan? That was working great. Now they got a burned-out goalie. You saw him having trouble getting off the ice last night. When he went down, he didn't get up. He was as slow as Malkin trying to uh, skate up ice with that puck on that breakaway. My God. I mean, I thought I was watching Molasses, Moon River. All right. uh, Moon River. I was just thinking about Fletch the other day, honestly. What a film. I mean, think about that oh. just for a second. Just hold on a second. Just think about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Eric Walden is our buddy from the uh, Salt Lake Trib. Covers the jazz. Good to see you, uh, Eric. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, boy, what a difference. Uh, that team uh, with Spida on the floor and then 
even though a guy goes off, jaw for 47, you still win the game. That's how much of a difference uh, the Jazz are night and day with that guy in the lineup and with him out of the lineup. I don't care about Clarkson either as six man. That's great. Congratulations. You're fantastic. But when your boy ain't playing with you, you don't matter either. Yeah, it's amazing what having an all-star back will do for you, right? The, the guy who's been your lead ball handler for the last, what, three, four seasons. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, this team has got depth to where they can they can get by without him in certain matchups. You know, obviously missing the last 16 games of the regular season with that sprained ankle and then missing game one, you know, they, they weren't like an epic disaster or anything, but that guy just has so much off-the-bounds juice. He's got so much ability to get into the lane and create and get to the rim, and, you know, he's got gravity that draws extra defenders and creates open passing lanes for other guys. Uh, I, I don't see it as a coincidence at all that Donovan Mitchell returns and all of a sudden they're back to making three-pointers. I mean, my God, he hit five of them himself. You know, Eric, the difference for me is uh, when he plays – Everybody else feels more comfortable knowing that it's not on them to win the game. They can just be themselves, and you saw what happens. I think they had seven guys in double figures because they could all just play the game the way it's meant to be played, the way the Jazz run, with Spida, as opposed to without. Without, you see Clarkson having to do more, Ingles having to do more, everybody having to do more. Uh, they're, then all of a sudden they're asking Gobert to score. This guy's a shot blocker and a dunker. Fair enough. But when that guy's playing, everybody else just becomes who they are. Yeah, there's there's an absolute trickle-down effect. You know, we were talking to Quinn Snyder the other day saying, what's like the, you know, obviously Donovan Mitchell's an elite, talented scorer. But, you know, what are what are the other areas where his return is going to make an impact on this offense. And he brought up the fact that, you know, Joe Ingles has been having to, you know, run the offense more. He's been having to kind of take on more point guard duties. And Joe Ingles is is far better situated as a secondary playmaker, you know. So you've got all of a sudden Donovan Mitchell back. He's handling the ball. He's directing traffic. That That moves Dylan Brooks onto having to defend him. You know, as opposed to shutting down Joe Ingles on the three-point line. So Dylan Brooks all of a sudden is on Donovan. And, you know, we saw during the regular season that Dylan Brooks struggles against Donovan. That means you've got easier defensive matchups for the other guys. And that means that, yeah, all of a sudden it's not on Boyan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson to have to go off every single night, which is what they were having to do when both Donovan and, and Mike Conley were out for a while and what they were having to do without Donovan in game one. So, uh, and I noticed a big difference in, like, even O'Neal's game because I thought in game one he was ass, and I thought last night he was himself, and he hit four threes, and he had 14. You could see the difference. When he had to, like, do something without his boy, he couldn't do it. And then when he had to do something with his boy, the guy starts knocking down trays. I mean, it was so obvious to me. I felt like I should have been an NBA coach. Let me ask you another question. Uh, how many women at the game do you think want to sleep with Quinn? I mean, I'm like just a raw number, like a, like 90% of them. Because my wife said she wanted to do him. I just wanted to like, you know, does he have that kind of stranglehold over the entire state or is it just inside the arena? 
Quinn is a is a very popular guy, I'll say. You know, um, it's funny. I'm actually working on this big kind of feature story about Quinn, about his, his years uh, post-Missouri and, and pre-Utah, kind of what was happening in between. And I was talking to Mike Brown, the former Cavs and Lakers coach. Quinn was an assistant right. under him with the Lakers for a year. And he told me, like, like, man, Quinn's the only guy in the NBA who's ever made me sad. And I'm like, why did it make you sad? He's like, he's like, man, with the out, he's like, with the fit game that I got, he's like, do you know how many GQ cover shoots I could have by now if I just had Quinn's hair? He's like, Quinn's got the, he's like, Quinn's got the goddamn hair. He's like, and I'm bald, and I'm just like that guy. He's like, I don't even care about being as smart as Quinn. I just want his hair. So, uh, like, listen, yeah, you know, Quinn's, Quinn's, Wait, Quinn's a popular so guy. That- but he's got like his hair is so great that like he's got the hair of a surfer. He doesn't even have to comb it, and it still looks good. Like there's no combs involved. It's just a raw. He gets up in the morning and just hits it once with his hand, and he looks better than all of us. I mean, like how can I not be jealous of that guy? He's not only that. He's like pimping wrist bracelets. He's got like I mean, he might as well be Laird Hamilton. I mean, my wife walked in the room and said, who is that? And I know what that means. Who is that means? I, I am in the bed with the wrong guy, you. I want to be with him. What, who is that means? You suck. You're ugly. Look at this guy because I'm looking at I'm checking him out. Listen, Eric, I can't have this. You're going to have to tell Quinn Snyder he's got to stop. It's, 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 it's the whole thing's got to stop. Carver High, you know it's true. Carver High. Do you know that this is going on? Can you give me something here, Carver High? You know it's happening. It's 100% going on. Of course it's going on. That dude's got serious flow up there, Quinn. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, so, Eric, it's amazing. When, they go to, when they go to Memphis, how are they going to deal with this monster Ja Morant? I mean, this guy went off last night. Like, I've never seen anything like it. He has just exploded onto the NBA the last couple of years, and now he means business. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you've watched Utah at all over the last few seasons, it's become kind of this, this running theme that they have difficulty controlling quick athletic scoring guards, um, and, and he's just the latest example. I think you're going to see – some different strategies thrown out there because, I mean, we were talking with Quinn Snyder and, and Donovan Mitchell at length last night, and they're like, you know, to some extent, he's just doing stuff that you're like, well, shit, you know, that, that's one of the best young players in the NBA, and what do you do? Um, I do think you're going to see them kind of hand, try and handle pick and rolls a little bit differently. Um, I, think, I think you're going to see them going over him a lot more often. Uh, kind of daring him to shoot the three. The problem that they don't, you know, they want to try to avoid is like getting overcommitted to one particular way of, of going at him because they feel like he's smart enough to recognize that and adjust to it. So I think initially we'll see them, you know, kind of uh, shifting their coverage around a little bit to stay a little more connected and to keep him behind the three point line and dare him to beat him that way. And then if he starts, you know, heating up a little bit and, and putting them in consistently, then we'll start to see, you know, all right, now it's time to move on to plan B, plan C, plan D. I think the intent is just to throw, you know, as many different looks at him as they can. 
So, uh, you know, it's amazing to me. It's like watching Trey Young. He goes into the lane a lot with floaters against everybody in the Knicks. He's just abusing with that same move. And Ja does the same thing. Now, Rudy had four blocks last night. Uh, he, he needs to, you know, I think he could take it to six blocks if he steps out another two feet and takes care of that high paint right under the free throw line is where these guys come in and do their damage. They know if they go down lower, uh, they're not going to get that shot off. So they pop it from right at the free throw line, a step in, right? So Gobert was magnificent. Nine of 11 from the floor, four blocks, doing it all, 21 points, gets a ton of boards. He's the difference for me in stopping Ja if he comes out a little bit more and just uses that airplane wing. Yeah, so I mean, it really is kind of a perfect storm for for John Morant to succeed because the Jazz's base defense is predicated on having Rudy playing a drop big scheme and then everyone else running guys off the three-point line, right? And so the natural result of that is you've got that whole mid-range area open, which, you know, versus most teams in the league, you'll live with that because it's an inefficient shot. Uh, guys don't hit it at a, at a high clip typically. And even if they do, you know, it's, you'd rather give up two than an open three. Uh, he's just that good that, you know, he's, he's making that work for him. So I think you're exactly right in that they're going to have to adjust that drop big scheme a little bit. And you're probably going to see, uh, Rudy Gobert and, and Derek favors start to step up a little further on the court, just to be in a position to contest a few more of those shots. Look, Mike Conley's such a badass. 15 times last night. He's an incredible player. He's going to have to take his game to another level on Beale Street because I think Brooks, Valanciunas, Ja, they all play better in that building for sure. I think they're going to give you guys problems in Memphis. I think the series is going to be fantastic. I just want to know, respectfully, I have under a minute. Do you think they're like um, just – they know who's out there lurking, the Lakers, and they're going home to take on no CP3. And if they get through all that business, the, the Jazz are going to have to see them at some point. But I think they got problems on their hands in Memphis. It could be. I, I think they've got enough offensive firepower that really the key is they need to take care of the basketball early. They've had early turnover problems in both games. If they can keep Memphis from getting out in transition – getting the easy buckets, make them have to work in the half court, I think uh, Utah's going to have a lot easier time. All right, my man. Hey, good to see you, Eric. Great job. Enjoy the rest of the series. We'll catch up with you as the uh, playoffs move along. Thanks for coming on Coast to Coast. Yeah, thanks for having me on. We'll catch you later, man. All right, my man. Uh, Eric Walden with the Salt Lake Trib getting ready for uh, Game 3. will be in Memphis. It's Coast to Coast. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Yeah, Carver, hi. you got to get that photo of me uh, with Ozzy the Sports Junkie up from like 25 years ago. Me partying, drinking Jack Daniels. I think fans would love to see that from my younger days. Yes, we, we will have to effort that. That's a tremendous photo that Ozzy threw up there. All right, we have two games tonight, NHL playoffs. Let's start in Toronto. The Leafs looking to close out the Canadians, laying the heavy lumber, minus 255 right now at Fandle, total five and a half. Do the Leafs do it, Scotty? Yeah, that's over. That's over tonight. Uh, here's the simple. <laughs> it's simple. Uh, the Canadians can't score goals, and I know Carey Price is incredible, but the Leafs are incredible and talented and fast, and they move the puck, and at some point they're going to score and they're going to have at least two or three goals on him no matter what because uh, they should score seven or eight, but he'll give up two, but they won't score two. So the Leafs will win tonight. That series is over. And we have a game six in Smashville. The Predators trying to stay alive against the Hurricanes. Hurricanes, the road favorite, minus 144. Three straight overtime games in this series going into tonight. So... uh you know, I'll take that plus 122. I'm going to go Preds. I, you know, they played fantastic in that building. Double overtime, both games. They won both of them. They should have won the game they just lost in, in Raleigh. I mean, they're playing better than the Canes right now. If it wasn't for Jordan Stahl uh, winning in overtime, honestly, the Predators uh, outplayed them. So I'm going to go again, Smashville tonight. Give me the Preds. Wow, a game seven on Saturday in Carolina. Sign me yeah. up for that. Also, John Tavares skated this morning with the Leafs. He's still not close to contact, but Tavares did get on the ice and he skated around a little bit, Scotty. So that's good to see after the injury that he had last week. Yeah, I don't let him anywhere near a game for, uh, I'm going to say, two rounds. If they get through to the conference finals, yeah. then let him play. Yeah, he's got a long time to go. I like the Leafs as well tonight. 5-1. 5-1 Leafs. Oh, my God. They're just dominating. And uh, Nylander's killing them. Expert perspectives and actionable insights 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. It's the winning edge. What are you going to do? Not listen? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.